The Podcast Empire, podcast mastery for women in business. Welcome to the Podcast Empire. My name is Tracy Cook. I am your podcast launch strategist, and this is the Podcasting Profit Secrets series. Today, we're going to dive into growing your podcast audience, the most frustrating bit of podcasting for most podcasters. How do you grow your audience? And if you've ever tried growing a chia pet, then you'd know how fast the seedlings sprout and grow. Now, the thing is, you want your podcast audience to grow the same way. However, this is is easier said than done. Now, similar to caring for a chia pet, you also need to be consistent with your podcast if you want to achieve success. Consistency is key to building and engaging with your audience. And just like on social media, it's building the know, like, trust and nurture factor. Now, whether you publish pub episodes weekly, bi-weekly, monthly, or even daily, you need to be consistent about it. The more people that listen to your show, the hungrier they will be to consume your value-driven content, and they'll expect your new episodes on the days that you promote to publish so that they can listen into that show and then they know your uploading routines. Now, for instance, if you publish a new episode every single Monday, then your followers are going to be expecting to listen to another one on their favourite app every single Monday. They'll be tuning into your show every Monday on their way to work, on their commute, walking the dog. And sooner or later, it's going to become a listening habit. And that's a good thing because it means you've got a loyal following. So whether you like it or not, you need to always have something published on a Monday, if that's your scheduled day. This is why recording your episodes in advance or batch creating them and scheduling them out is a really important strategy to use because life can happen and we can get distracted and it will give you some buffer room and some breathing and mind space to be able to think of what you're going to create next. And then you can just use that time to create conversations. And if there's a holiday or an emergency, you know that you've already got that pre-loaded content. You're not going to be held hostage or a slave to your podcast and life can go on as normal. Now, let me share with you why reviews and ratings matter. Because trying to get people to follow a podcast with no ratings or reviews or worse, negative reviews, will be a bit like pulling teeth. So it's going to be very difficult. Now, this is because nowadays we've become so dependent 
on other people's reviews and opinions that whenever we see something that hasn't been reviewed yet, we become really hesitant to even try it out, right? I know I do. And the same thing goes for new podcasts. You'll rarely come across people who are willingly going to listen and follow a new podcast without any evidence of it being actually good, being of value to them. So make it a point to ask your listeners to rate or review your show. And if for any reason you get a negative review, then you've got a few options. You can respond respectfully or you can flag the review and ask Apple or wherever to remove it. And this is especially useful if you suspect it's a smear campaign by opposition or whatever, or someone's trying to sabotage your show. And yes, there are unscrupulous people around that do this to the competitors. So for valid negative feedback, do your best to learn from it and try not to take it personally. Try to see how you can improve the quality of your show and your content. You're not out to please people. Did they make a valid point that maybe resonated with you that you have to take action on? Did you kind of go, oh, wow, I didn't think about that I was doing that. I didn't think I came across that way. But try not to take it personally. And if someone gives you a one-star rating and said that your audio sucks, then take that as constructive criticism and make sure your future episodes sound great. It's also important to mention that the bigger your audience and the more popular your show is, that the more likely it is that you're going to get more negative reviews and haters. They come out of the woodwork almost. And the sad truth is that you just can't please everyone. So you just do you, boo-boo. No matter how hard you try, as long as you're standing in your own authenticity and you're in alignment with your values and your beliefs, and you're serving the audience the best you can with the information that you have and the intention that you have is pure, screw the haters. They don't matter. Don't let someone rent space in your head that isn't paying rent, right? Just move on, bless and release. Another thing that's quite popular is holding contests. One of the easiest ways to grow your audience is by holding a contest amongst your listeners. Now, the contest can be for a number of things. You can hold a contest for the best review, which eh, I'm not a fan of, but I see a lot of people doing it. I think it promotes fake reviews. We want to get kind of real reviews or nice reviews (laughs) Um, or maybe they can screenshot their review and go into a draw maybe and the most creative post on Facebook, uh, the best tagline for your show, your contest, your your contest, your contest 
should be designed according to what you want to achieve. Now, if you want to get more reviews on Apple, then let that be your goal. It has to have an end goal in mind. And think of ways that you can get your listeners to actually take the time to review your show. So, for example, screenshot your review on Apple and you'll go in the draw to win XYZ and make a time frame for it, you know, by next Sunday, you know, make give them a time frame. And your giveaway or your prize should be something so valuable to your listeners to make it worth their while, to create FOMO, right? <laughs> for example, if you're selling an online course, then maybe you can give the winner free access to your course. And you're not even limited to choosing only one winner. To make the contest even more fun, you can give away, say, 10 T-shirts or some of your merch with your podcast logo on it. And maybe if they're in your city, you can meet up with them for a coffee or lunch or dinner or something and add that personal touch, take lots of photos, get some social proof. You know, met one of one of the the show's fans. Create culture and community, and contests can help you do that. And whatever prize you choose, you can say that the winner will be named on your show. Maybe you can give them a shout out. People love that. People love hearing their name shouted out. You can even say that they might even get a chance to be interviewed, and maybe. You want to spend 60 seconds to promote their business or something along those lines. But promote, promote, promote. Now, according to the experts, you should only spend 20 to 30% of your time on content creation and the rest needs to be spent on content promotion, sales and marketing. Promote, promote, promote. <laughs> now, whether you agree or disagree with this statement, you can't deny the fact that without consistent promotion, your audience is not going to grow. And as a content creator, you want your voice to be heard. You want your target audience to benefit from your podcast if you really want to help them. And if you're not getting through to the people that you want to help, then you need to rethink your marketing strategy. But how do you seek out your target audience? Well, first of all, <laughs> you need to know who your target audience is so you have an idea of where they actually hang out. In the first couple of episodes of this podcasting Profit Secret series, I go through figuring out who your audience is. You may want to go back and have a listen to those. Now, for instance, if you're targeting a younger generation, then you'll probably find them on social platforms like TikTok or Instagram. You know, maybe an older generation are on Facebook. You can go to Reddit. but if you're targeting like an older generation, then, you know, they may be on Pinterest. Pinterest is great for SEO, by the way. You can put audiograms of your podcast on Pinterest. Side note here, pro tip here. 
and lead them directly to your website or your offer. But regardless, once you've identified where your audience mainly hangs out, then you need to find ways to reach them and put your content in front of them. Now, here's a tip. If you have a website, then you can install the Facebook pixel on your site. And every time someone lands on your site, they get cookied, which means that you can retarget them later with Facebook ads. Now, these people are warm leads. They're low-hanging fruit. And they're already familiar with your brand. So it'd be relatively easier to convince them to follow your Facebook ads call to action. So when the Facebook ad turns up in their feed, then they're more likely to click on it because they already know your brand. It's familiar. It's relatable. They love your stuff. And if you're running great campaigns to get people to check out your new podcast episodes, if you're selling something on your site, that's going to appear to them. So just take note that marketing to warm leads is not the same as targeting cold leads or people who have no idea who you are or what it is that you do. Either way, provide these two types of audiences an incentive so they that they can't refuse and you will see some significant growth in your podcast following. So promote, promote, promote. What I actually teach about growing your audience and really building an engaging culture and community around your podcast inside my podcast program, the Podcast Launch Strategy Mastermind, is I teach my clients how to make one long-form video podcast on YouTube because YouTube features video podcast, take snippets, stories, reels from that one episode so you're not remaking content and schedule that out over all of your social media platforms so you are omnipresent. You are found everywhere. Your brand is recognizable. Your voice is heard. Then you can take the transcript and put that into a blog. You can take a sentence from that transcript and put that to Twitter as a tweet. You can take a paragraph from that video podcast transcript and there's your LinkedIn post. What is great as well is that this builds an engaged audience. They know what you do. They know your brand. They know what you stand for. You're easily recognizable. And they're more likely to leave reviews and ratings, listen to your podcast, join your community, your Facebook group, your podcast community, where you have lots of other resources, episodes, bonus tips in whatever your niche or industry is. So you're growing your audience like a chia pet. It's going to sprout and grow absolutely everywhere. And you're going to be authentic. You're going to be in integrity. You're going to be in alignment with your values and your beliefs. 
but you're also running a business and podcast is a great way to build an engaged audience that creates conversations, that leads to conversions. And I teach all of this inside my podcast, Launch Strategy Mastermind. Check out the show notes if you'd like to book your complimentary podcast vision session with me so we can see how podcasting can be a fit for your business or brand. And we will see you in the next episode of the Podcasting Profits Secrets as part of the Podcast Empire. See you in the pod. The Podcast Empire, podcast mastery for women in business. 